And have you uh, booked that long delayed vacation? I know a lot of people were thinking late last year, ooh, it's now the time to go. And then they uh, either canceled their trip, their vacation, or they uh, pulled the plug before they even booked just because of uh, the surge of uh, Omicron. And of course, we had the uh, government issue that non-essential travel advisory. Well, of course, since then, uh, starting April 1st, we've now learned that if you're fully vaxxed, you will not need a test to return, to return home. And also just announced travel insurance, how about this, will now cover COVID. Here with the details is travel expert Marty Firestone, who joins us on this Thursday. Hey, Marty, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, What's the change here when it comes to uh, insurance and COVID? So now people have to know, and this is all great news, with the the change from level three advisory to avoid all non-essential travel to bringing it down to two now just to be cautious, all the insurers now are including COVID in their normal, regular coverage as if it were any other unexpected medical emergency. No extra charge, no rider, no cap on the expenses. So that's pretty positive. And people can go away knowing that they have full coverage for COVID. There should be no issues whatsoever. So what does full coverage exactly mean? Or does that depend on your provider, Marty? I mean, if you, uh, you know, unfortunately test positive during your trip, uh, you're COVID uh, positive, you've got to stay longer, are you covered uh, when it comes to additional accommodation? And, you know, what about hospitalization, that sort of thing, if things get really bad? Yeah, so that's, that's, you hit it on the nail, if things get really bad. And that's why insurers now are including it, because guess what? The risk is not what it used to be. Remember, you stand up in a hospital, an ICU on a ventilator. Now we all know with the vaccine and also with the lighter variants, it's flu-like symptoms. So they are not even worried about high expenses. Hence the reason why they've now included it in with their policy. Trip interruption. Still a separate product, but remember, if you don't have to test positive after April, sorry, test period after April 1, it's not going to show you as positive. Therefore, you don't have to quarantine. So the need for even interruption at this stage of the game is becoming a little after the fact because you won't have that need to quarantine and pay additional expenses in accommodation or new airfare back home. Okay, with travel insurance now covering uh, COVID, uh, do you have to reveal uh, your vaccination status? Is this only for people who are considered fully vaccinated when you talk about uh, remaining out of the hospital and off a ventilator and that sort of thing? Yes, a great question. Actually, no one has to show proof at all about being fully vaccinated, of course, until claim time. So if you had a claim while you were out of country, COVID-related, ended up in the hospital, if you even did, or even a small fee at a doctor's office for some medication, it is at that point that you would have to show you're fully vaccinated. Otherwise, you don't have coverage for COVID. So beware have to be fully vaccinated or your insurance will not cover you for the COVID. I don't want to make a mistake there. They have to know that's the way it happens, but it will happen at claim time, not at application time. All right. Joined by travel expert Marty Firestone. Also here in this Thursday, Marty, want to talk about when it comes to travel insurance, the effect that the invasion of Ukraine is having on travel and travel insurance. Yeah. So that's an area that... Again, we thought we were free and clear of any issues going forward, but people have to be wary that right now there are travel advisories for certain areas, no doubt Ukraine and Russia. The question is when it does, if it does, an advisory moves to surrounding countries, people have to know that buying cancellation insurance and all that after the advisory has been called is going to exclude any reason for cancellation 
due to war or something to that effect. So if I was giving suggestions, if one was traveling to the Baltic states or surrounding areas, while there is no travel advisory in place, they could buy the insurance. And if there is an advisory called, then they will be covered for a cancellation of the trip because they can't fly there. But after the fact, it's like when COVID was announced in March of 2020, it was too late to then claim if COVID was your reason for canceling. All right. So advice there. Best to check with a travel professional, your travel insurance expert, such as yourself, uh, before booking. Absolutely. And go to the government website and just see if the country you're planning on going to is already has a travel advisory. If it does, you're wasting your time buying travel insurance with the expectation of canceling because of war or there's political strife in that country that you're planning to go to if they're already at a level three or level four. If they're not, you can still buy it and then cancel because they went to that. But you got to buy the insurance before the advisory. All right. Good stuff. Marty, really appreciate the update and the time as always. Thanks so much for this. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Take care. You too. Our travel expert, Marty Firestone with us. And when we come back uh, after the break, in our next half hour, we're going to talk to our friend Kenneth Bocour, EV expert. A little more on that big announcement out of Windsor yesterday. Largest public sector investment ever in the history of Ontario. This uh, plant that will build auto batteries. We'll get Kenneth's take uh, on that. Plus, uh, I thought this was pretty cool. we got to talk about this uh, new car. I've often wondered about this when it comes to EVs. Why do I have to plug it in? Why can't I just put a solar panel on my roof and use the sun? And when it's sitting there in a parking lot, say, all day, it'd be sitting there charging with the sun. Well, there's one manufacturer that uh, has taken that idea to the next step. We'll talk about that coming up in our next half hour. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.